In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone. Well, welcome back to Eat Sleep Fantasy, uh, the football podcast that gives you the goods, gives you the dick sucking, gives you everything you possibly need with your fantasy football advice. I'm Christian Brito. With me, as always, you can find my trusty sidekick, Dale DeMott. Yes, I am here. And uh, man, it took like three seconds to get in the word dick in this podcast. I think that's a record for us. I'm surprised you didn't care that I called you my sidekick. (laughs) (laughs) I just take abuse. That's fine. Yeah. At your job, in your marriage. Yes. On this podcast. Yes. Verbally and physically. Anyways. um, Okay. That's not funny. <laughs> like, that's not cool, man. You took it too far. Oh, you call me racist all the time, and that's not taking it too far. Yeah, but that's true. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, anyways, guys, thanks uh, for joining us for another episode. This is episode 57, and we are excited. The only reason we're counting is because we have the 60th anniversary bonanza, 60th bonanza, uh, yep. coming up on Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Dale doesn't know what the anniversary means, so it's, it's the 60th episode celebration. Bonanza. We, you know, we agreed on the word bonanza. Um, really we're going to have that word. live call-ins, um, so please be uh, available for us at 9.30 and call in. Um, get on the show, be famous, um, and uh, we'll try to help you out however we can, fantasy football-related, life-related. Um, I can give you some great life advice if you need it, so call in. Wait, are we doing life like life help like a they life can coach? ask any question they want to ask okay so if you're having girl problems i feel bad for you son but uh i, I got 99 still... problems <laughs> i can still uh we, we could still help you out but fantasy ain't one that's right hey that's good quick, um, quick on your toes is christian brito we should put that on a shirt oh that's great that's I a got great 99 problems but fantasy ain't uh, one i don't know if that's great it's okay Sorry. You know, uh, just really quick, we weren't planning on talking about this, but I am a little depressed, actually. And just because I said that's great uh, made me think back to it. Um, I do not want to be this kind of guy, and I kind of think the older I'm getting, maybe my personality is changing a little bit. But Brito called me out. Uh, We were watching Thursday Night Game a couple weeks ago. And uh, I think I started saying, like, everything is either really bad or everything is really good. Like, there's no middle for me. Um, and I don't want to be that guy, so I'm going to try to temp, you know, try to, uh, try not do that as much. Um, so if I do it, you can catch me on it, Bree, don't call me out. Um, cause either. I think that's, uh, I think that's really great, Dale. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it just, I mean, like, and, and I do, I think I'm doing it more and more. I always hated that guy. It was like, you know, we go out to eat and the friend says, oh my God, that was the best meal ever. Or, oh my God, you know, that, you know, that was the worst thing ever. Um, there's always, there's a middle ground that we can, you know, comment on as well. I think there's something we can agree on. This is the worst intro ever. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I'll give it a six out of 10. 
All right, before we move on to the news and notes, I think our listeners need to know what happened right before our show. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give a quick story. We are recording. Um, Dale and I do not record in the same um, home studio, I guess. Yes, studio. Mm-hmm. And so um, <laughs> I couldn't hear Dale. Dale couldn't hear me. I just assumed that Dale could hear me and I couldn't hear him. Um, after about 15 minutes, um, we've, he caught, like we figured it out or he figured it out, I guess, calls me, I hear him and then he doesn't hear me. And then he tells me, Hey, maybe you did the same thing as I did. The off switch, the microphone was on <laughs> off on the switch. Yeah. So we were yelling at each other and I was sure that burrito was doing something, you know, fucking something up. And uh, yeah, we both had our mics off. So that tells you, uh. How good we are at this. To be fair, my mic never goes off. I just turn it off in a different location from the actual port. But whatever. (laughs) We're here. Let's let's go ahead and... um, I have a a question for you, Dale, before we actually get into the news. Okay. Fantasy-related question. Awesome. I'm, I'm ready for it. With a bigger workload last week and reports that they want to get them even more involved this week... Um, is CJ Procise worthy of starting for you in any of your leagues? Uh, he is starting for me in one league with all these buys coming up. Um, yes, I am screwed if I'm starting CJ Procise, I know. And to top it off, I'm all, I also have Bilal Powell. That's my other running back. Um, yeah, that's, that's nasty. It is nasty. I know. Um, you know, I'm trusting him to give me at least a handful of points by handful. I mean, like. Hopefully he gives me five points. Maybe he gets like 10 yards and a touchdown. I don't know. Um, I'm trusting him if I have to. I think it's I think it's good news that, uh, you know, Pete Carroll came out and said, you know, we expect him, you know, he can handle the work and we expect to give it to him. That's a good sign. Um, even if you're not starting him, it might be worth, you know, stashing. Who knows what's going to happen in Seattle. Um, how, you know, when Rawls comes back, how productive he's going to even be. Yeah, for me, this week... I think he's a top 30 play, and you can get away with That's him fair. being your RB2. That's fair. Um, it's a pretty heavy bye week, so you're, you don't need a ton of points from that position. So um, a lot of running backs on bye this week. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, a lot of good ones. And, I mean, you know, when you're in a league that, you know, people are starting, uh, you know, Tim Hightower and, uh, you know, likes of, you know, people like that. Um, it's not so People like what? people that start Tim Hightower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not getting 20 carries again. All right, some some running backs, like just to kind of reiterate this point, that are on by. You've got LeGarrette Blunt, Lamar Miller, Jeremy Hill, Jordan Howard, um, Gio Bernard, Matt Jones, all those guys, all those teams on by this week. David Johnson, obviously. I don't, I don't know how I skipped over. Number one running back on the season. Um, so definitely... You know, CJ Procise is a guy you can fill in with and be okay enough um, to survive the the bye week. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. All right, Dale. We've got uh, we've got news to cover and we've got uh, a lot of games to talk about. So okay. let's go ahead and get into the news and notes. News and notes. All right. First piece of news I want to talk about here, Dale. Um, LaShawn McCoy is actually expected to play on Monday. Is this a, is this a good thing, a bad thing? Where are you leaning here? 
Uh, I think it's a good thing. I think if he plays, I made the mistake of uh, suggesting that you should play him if he played last week and uh, got shot in the foot. Um, I'm playing him if he plays, though. I mean, uh, there's no reason not to if he practiced this week and he's he seems to be tracking full speed. He should, he'll be okay. The Bills are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Their bye week is next week. I don't know why they wouldn't just let him heal. Um, I guess it is a later their, week their on a game, Monday, but their game plan relies heavily on LaShawn McCoy. Don't forget, um, Gillisley is a nice fill-in option for him, but he's not LaShawn McCoy. Right. Okay. Um, um, he'll be out there. Um, we'll see how effective he can be against a pretty tough Seattle defense in Seattle. Right. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be. Tough. I don't. I don't personally love him this week. So. I don't love him either. All right. Thanks, Dale. You're welcome. Um, Hunter Henry has been ruled out for week nine. Out. Get your uh, get your Tyrell Williams and your Gates on. You know, um, I got an opinion on this. Tell me what you think. Um, I think it was touched on a couple episodes ago, but I now I'm really excited about it. Uh, so Henry, Hunter Henry's out. Um, Williams uh, has been banged up. Uh, Gates is available, but he's just old man Gates. We're not really sure. You know, if he can really handle, you know, a, an elite status right now. This or is a really long point to get to Dontrell Inman, which <laughs> yeah. is um, what I'm assuming is what you're going to say. Yeah, Dontrell Inman's a good start this week. Holy crap, that took a really long time. I just want to give it some um, backstory. You just can't yes, jump to the to the ending. Okay, he's a decent start this week. Yeah, I think he's a decent start. I think definitely flex-worthy. Um, he could work out really nicely for you this week. Not sure if I would say flex worthy. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's. I feel like there's like forty guys I would rather have. Okay. Name them all. Start. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> Mike Evans because that's cheating. <laughs> yeah. Ranked him number one. This I get week. you. I mean, it's fair. I just I you keep an eye on him, and if you're desperate, if you know your two top guys are out, if you have Alshon Jeffrey and I don't know who else is out. Uh, AJ Green. Uh Inman would be a nice villain somewhere in there. I'd still rather have Tyrell. Well, obviously not as widely available as Inman, but You're taking uh, Tyrell over Inman? Yeah. Okay. I think I'd take uh, Inman. Just cause oh, just because Tyrell Williams didn't fully practice this week and we don't know really how he's gonna perform, but um it's a fair point either way. Okay. He's questionable. So I don't think I'm gonna make an eat bet on a guy that's questionable to play. Right. There's no such thing as probable tag anymore. So questionables <laughs> are just questionables. Right. Right. <clears throat> All right. What else you got? Um, well, I want to talk about your little piece of news of Sammy Watkins, uh, may or may not be out for, you know, he, it seems like he may come back at some point this season. Yeah. I and mean, from what I read, it's possible, um, for those that are in deep leagues that he's just dropped because people thought he was on IR for the rest of the year. You might want to stash him if you have room. Um, I'm not getting rid of, you know, any other high upside player uh, on your team for him. But uh, if you have room to stash, I would. Um, he's out of the walking boot. And um, he is he, he's one of the designated to return tag guys. Um, so uh, keep an eye out. He's a very, very, very valuable weapon if he comes back healthy. Yep. Um, one more important piece of news of a guy that a lot of fantasy owners are awaiting his return. Uh, Doug Martin, 
could return as early as week 10, so next week. Right. Um, I'd be more inclined to think that they would bring him back in week 11, but if you can maybe get Doug Martin on the cheap right now for somebody that's been holding him, um, I think now might be a good time to try to do so. Yeah, yeah, especially with Jacquez Rogers out um, and them having really no firm. Antoine, Antoine Smith is now out for the season as well. Right, so you're looking at Peyton Barber uh, to carry the load. So they're going to try to get Doug Martin back as soon as they can. Peyton Barber and uh, Mike James mixing in a little bit. Right, right. Um, a couple of things I really want to talk about, and this will be quick hitters. Paul Perkins um, is slated to get a more uh, more heavily involved in the Giants running back uh, position. So something to keep an eye on, um, again, with all the bye weeks. And if you're desperate, uh, Paul Perkins could be sleepy. Sleepy? Okay. <laughs> I don't like to play sleepy guys. Sleepy worthy. Okay. Dale, uh, stop, stop with the baby talk. Um, <laughs> last, last guy on the news that I want to talk about, Percy Harvin, probably not going to be ready for Monday night. Um, the Bills offensive coordinator, Anthony Anthony uh, Anthony Lynn was saying that uh, it would be asking a lot of him um, to be ready to play Monday night at, uh, at Seattle. So yeah, probably not going to see him this week. We'll see. Look, what that means for it, their. I think it's more of a conditioning thing. You got to think because he knows a playbook pretty well. Um, you know, I was high, I was having high hopes that he, he would at least be out there for a few snaps to see what he had um, this game, but. It's not going to look like it, so uh, we'll wait for another week to see how uh, how he's involved. Uh, I read he was uh, he him and Tyrod Taylor actually grew up pretty close to each other. Uh, they know each other, so pretty interesting fact there. I think he was just high on pot news. <laughs> I wish I was high on pot news. <laughs> um, what what about uh, what about Alex Smith here? Nick Foles is playing, right? Alex Smith out. Yes. Okay. Does that have any uh, any implications on the wide receiver? I'll give you a couple of things to maybe look out for. Seems like uh, Foles liked Travis Kelsey a lot. Yeah. Um, and I would really like to be a guy that plays Charkhandic West this week. Yeah. Yeah. One guy, I, I guess one beneficiary, I think um, – Again, deep, deep sleeper here, owning 1% of leagues. Uh, Chris Conley, um, he has a speed. Foles can throw it deep. Uh, it could be kind of a match made in heaven. We'll see. But um, somebody just keep an eye on. I mean, Chris Conley has had just a couple catches a game. Um, but he's out there, and he can, he can run fast, and Nick Foles can throw deep. So we'll see what happens right. there. Nick Foles is by no means a good quarterback, but that team is talented enough around him that uh, the offense will be – it's not going to be much worse. It's not like Alex Smith is this amazing quarterback. So, right. Nick Foles <clears throat> would start on the Browns. <laughs> you might start on the Browns. <laughs> if it wasn't for my knee issues. Cody Kessler – oh, God damn it, not this again. <laughs> Cody Kessler is going to be the starter for the Browns, by the way, in case you missed it. Right. I don't I don't know what they're doing there. I guess they're trying to get some more reps for the rookie. So Yeah, I missed it because I don't have the Browns news alerts on my phone anymore. I have an excessive amount of news alerts, by the way. 
Like if something important, if something important actually comes out, I get like five news alerts for the same thing. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have the AP alert and the ESPN alert and that's it on my phone. It's good enough uh, for me. I'm not going to rattle off all the ones I have. But Thank you. There's a couple of them that are very good. We need to get a, we need to get the ESF team on that. <laughs> on the uh the app production yeah there you go if any software engineers that uh want to work for free to build us apps uh hit us up again we can't pay you but maybe we'll give you a t-shirt by maybe i mean like probably not okay so uh dale let's go ahead and uh do something a uh, little different this week let's preview uh Let's preview some Week Nine games, man. Yes, because this is a Saturday episode. So I hate uh, when you do your white guy voice. <laughs> that's just my voice. <laughs> oh, okay. That's just like the over. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jeez. Um, let's go golf. <laughs> like this. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. I don't know. Previews. I'm sorry. Anyways, there's not very many games this week. I think we can get through them. Give kind of give you the highlights, what to look for in each of these games. Uh, you want to talk about Pittsburgh and Baltimore, uh, Frito? Big Ben is probably going to play. Okay. So and I think that's going to be okay for that offense. Ladarius Green might actually start. And um, not a guy that I would play this week, but definitely a guy that uh, if you have a deep bench, and I mean, there's not a lot of tight ends out there. I think he's a guy worth stashing just to see how, how it kind of looks in that offense. Definitely stashable, um, for sure. Um. Other than that, I mean, Le'Veon Bell's a start, Antonio Brown's a start, and Sammy Coates might be a sneaky play this week with Big Ben finally back. Yeah. Hey, um, can we do a segment in the future called Stashable or Trashable? So how's that any different from Stash or Trash? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds cooler. Um, and on the Baltimore side... Uh, wow, Dale. You're just regurgitating the same segment we already have <laughs> it's just we have new, right? stash or trash we have trade stash or trash and now you want stashable or trashable <laughs> we got to think of stuff that rhymes or uh yeah um anyways on the baltimore side uh we have joe flacco uh steve smith still out um mike wallace is the same play that he's been all year um pittsburgh run defense hasn't shown great promise um, we're looking at Terrence West this week as an RB2, aren't we? Yeah, he's an RB2. I mean, he's been a RB2 on the season pretty much uh, right around that cusp, um, depending on your league format. Right. Um, this week at Pitt, I mean, one of the things that Pittsburgh doesn't do well is uh, defend against the run. So I feel comfortable enough with uh, with West to start him and has him as an RB2, especially with all these buys. Yep. Um, let's move on to Dallas and Cleveland. Um, every week we look <clears> for them. Sorry. What, huh? before, I'm sorry. Pittsburgh allowing the fourth most fantasy points okay. to running backs. Okay. Just wanted to get that in there. Thanks. Um, so, like I mentioned, Dallas-Cleveland. Uh, nice matchup for Dallas here. Um, playing almost every skill position that Dallas has, right? Cleveland allowing the... Third most fantasy points to running backs, the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and the sixth most fantasy points to wide receivers. Pretty pretty safe start. (laughs) uh, Third most to tight ends as well. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, let me let me see what they do to kickers. No, I'm just kidding, man. I'm... <laughs> well, uh, Dan Bailey is a great option here at kicker, actually, too. I mean, I know we kind of joke about it, but um, Dan Bailey has been as consistent and uh, as good as any other kicker out there. Let's assume you got Dak Prescott, Des Bryant, Ezekiel Elliott, um, Jason and Witten. Jason Witten on your team. Would you start all four and just dive in? Yeah, I would. Yeah, exactly. I would. Would you? Would you? Uh, you feel comfortable with Cole Beasley this week as well? Yeah, I'm starting Cole Beasley as an as a wide receiver too. Yep. Um, Fair enough. I I have no problem with the Dallas offense. I think the the question lies on the other side of the ball. Okay. Who can who can you start on in Cleveland? Are you looking at anybody? Any sleepers here? Um, I mean, you can start Crowell, but just know that the Dallas Cowboys are very stingy in terms of fantasy points allowed to running backs. They've um, they've allowed only three touchdowns on the year total um, uh, to to running backs, averaging uh, thirteen fantasy points allowed to running backs, and that's all running backs combined. So uh, second fewest. Um, only behind Green Bay, right? Who's been amazing against the run so far this year? So, and, and not to mention, Cleveland's going to be down pretty early, most likely. It's not not a game uh, that you're going to want to see a running back in. Yep. Um, uh, but it is a it is a heavy bye week. So, I mean, if you have if you have Isaiah Crowell, you're probably stuck playing him unless you got a really good option. Correct. Correct. Um, maybe he gets you off a couple of big runs early in the game or something. Um, Jacksonville, Kansas City, uh, snooze fest here. Um, really? <laughs> uh, well, unless Blake Bortles is down by 40 in, in the fourth quarter, and then you might see him pick it up. But uh, Like I mentioned earlier, I really like West in this game. I really like Travis Kelsey in this game. Um, I think you might be able to sneak in a Tyreek Hill into your lineup mm-hmm. and be okay. Yeah, if, if this was a week that you stashed, you know, that you got Tyrell, Tyreek Hill early and uh i guess this would be the kind of the week to play him right to to roll that roll the dice on him jeremy and Macklin i wouldn't do anything for you i would not be surprised if this is a much closer game than people think um because the strength of the jags is their wide receivers um at least on offense they don't have a great run game um and kansas city has not been great against the pass this year right exactly um so in terms of um, fantasy points allowed to wide receivers, hold on. I think they're like sixth most or something. One, two, three, four. They're seventh most fantasy points allowed to to wide receivers just behind Cleveland. So I think it'll be a pretty decent game for for Robinson and Hearns. Yeah. Okay. Um. What? Maybe not. Maybe not Marquise Lee. I I don't know if I'll go that far yeah, unless yeah. you're desperate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, Chris Connolly, um, the really deep sleeper here if you need somebody. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go. I think Marquise Lee is already the deep sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Miami and the New York Jets. Um, we we kind of talked a little bit off air about Ryan, and Tan- Ryan Tannehill versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. You have Tannehill over Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. I had I had Fitzpatrick a little head of Tannehill. Um, I think you may have convinced me. You, you got any data? Uh, the Jets have allowed 2,400 passing yards in the season already. Miami has allowed 1,695. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Um, you you still that's the difference. You're still high on Ajayi. Potnus. Ajayi. Potnus. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I know the um, the slate says that Miami will probably. You know, the numbers would say that Miami would try to throw the ball more than pass the ball, but I think there's been a definite shift in, in the Dolphins' identity um, over the past few weeks, and so they will try to run the ball. The Jets are only middle of the pack. I really thought that run defense was going to be a strength yeah. for the Jets coming into the season. Right. They're really middle of the pack, they so are. I am not scared of starting a Jai. Yep. All right. Um, do you like Forte here? Um, where do you have Forte the, ranked? Where do I have Forte ranked? I the, the only out, just outside my top ten. Okay, that speaks to a very weak week. Yeah, exactly. Um, a very weak week. Ha. Um, the Dolphins run defense better than people think. People usually automatically assume that's a great matchup for your running backs, but. Um, their bottom half, they're allowing the ninth fewest fantasy points to running backs. Um, so not necessarily a great matchup. Yeah. Okay. He'll still, I mean, he's still going to get plenty of work and it, it'll be enough. Yeah. It'll be enough to be, to be, I mean, you're not benching him in such a heavy bye week. I, I would be shocked if you had two better options, unless... There's a guy like Charkandrick West who I like slightly more, or you have, uh, you know, you did get Jay Ajayi. Um, those are two guys, for example, that I would play over Matt Forte this week. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next game uh, Detroit and Minnesota. Um, it looks like Jarek McKinnon was back at practice this week. Um, Asiata's value is a little down, more down than it was, you know, come Monday. Um, what what do you what do you think about the Minnesota offense first of all? Their offensive line is a mess. Um, Detroit pass defense is horrendous, but again, this is another this is another one of those teams that has not been as bad against the run as people's perception. Um, actually, allowing the eighth fewest fantasy points to running backs. Mix that in with Jack McKinnon possibly um, being ready to go, and I am not liking the Minnesota running backs this week. No. No, I'm not liking the Minnesota running backs for the rest of the year. Detroit Lions have allowed one rushing touchdown on the season. Wow, that's pretty impressive. One rushing touchdown. That's pretty good. Um, Detroit. If you were okay. Go ahead. Sorry, They've... I was just going to mention Detroit Lions. We are in uh, the midst of having to decide between starting Marvin Jones or Golden Tate. Are we on the Tate train here? Is is this his offense again? It is. It is so close that it's just whoever's week it's going to be. Like it. It. It really depends. I'm still a guy that is leaning more on the Marvin Jones side, but it's 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 because of pride, right? I mean, you like Marvin Jones because you like Marvin Jones, right? I don't know if it's because of pride. I think it's just totally dependent on game flow and game plan, right? Right, there's going to be weeks where they feature Golden Tate and yeah. where he's better. Yeah, and there's going to be weeks where they feature Marvin Jones, and we don't necessarily know when that's going to be. Right. I I like Theo Reddick this week. Um, I do too. Yeah, I I think it's I, I'm 
Again, we all know he's not the between-the-tackles type of runner, but I think he's going to be really heavily involved in the passing attack, and uh, it's really going to help him out. This is one of those weeks that I think Theo Riddick is a sneaky DFS kind of play, and I would feel very nice putting him into my lineup. Likewise. Hey, we agree on something. Look at that. Um, how about the Eagles and Giants here? Um, Pass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably the most frustrating probably the most frustrating pick for me this year was Ryan Matthews preseason um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's not happening for him is it uh, probably not yeah I know I'm I'm, I'm sad but we know okay. the coaches came out this week and said that he was still the lead guy I, I do not believe that yeah yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm not believing it, man. No, they're, I mean they're saying it, but they're not showing it, right? I think I have. Uh, I think I have Darren Sproles ranked ahead of Ryan Matthews this week. Right. Yes, I do. It's. It's like when how I. How can you? How can you trust Ryan Matthews right now? He might go out there and get seven yards and two touchdowns. Like, but how can you tr- trust him? Well, yeah. I mean, the good news is that his, um, his counterpart is. Uh, very small and, and not 33 years old. Yeah, and you know they're not going to use him on the goal line, so that's that's his only positive view. Is if they get close, Ryan Matthews is coming in, um, and that's not even the case all the time either. So, um, yeah, I think I how think is it's, Darren Sproles still so effective and fast? He's 33 years old. Yo, well, I'm 34 and I can run like I'm 21. Oh God, you know maybe I just maybe I just can't do it like as much. But, um, yeah, uh, Jordan Matthews as well. The other Matthews with two T's or does, is he with one T or two T? One of them has one T, one of them has two T's. Ryan Matthews is one T. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody needs to know this. So the Matthews with two T's. Everyone does need to know that Julio Jones's name is Quintoris though. (laughs) Um, so yeah, Jordan Matthews, I'm still on, I still like Jordan Matthews. He's had some up and down games. Um, but he is the number one wide receiver on that offense and and I think Carson Wentz is getting better and better and um I think he's still valuable especially uh let's I don't yeah. I don't know where I have him ranked this week so I know how my rings pulled up right now but um I'm I, I think he's still valuable it's I mean he'll be okay this week Giants pass defense is like smack dab in the middle of the pack exactly they're they're nothing special but they're also you know not a gimme. Um, Carson Wentz doesn't hasn't looked great the last few weeks, um, but I think he can do enough to get Jordan Matthews involved and be an okay in your lineup. He won't kill you this week, right? Yeah. And when you said Carson Wentz hasn't been great, he's been flat out horrible. <laughs> um, you know, under under two hundred yards. Two, he had two hundred two last week, but the weeks before that, he was under two hundred yards total. Um, he's not making big mistakes, but he's not throwing touchdowns either. So, um, he started off hot in the last couple games have just been, eh. So hopefully, uh, maybe he finds it here against, um, against the New York giants that are possible to pass against. Um, Jordan Matthews is going to get you 75 yards, but you're, what you need to hope for is a touchdown with him. Yeah. And I think he can do it this week. These are actually, okay, here's his yardage totals last four weeks. 65, 75, 10, 65. That one 10 was that very ugly game against Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. And he, yeah, like you said, 60, 70 yards, and you hope he gets a touchdown. Cool. I mean, he, he did it last week, and I think he could do it again this week. Agreed. Um, let's move on to the Panthers and the L.A. Rams. It's still weird saying L.A. Rams. <laughs> We're halfway through the season, and I'm still saying it's, it's still weird to say. Um, L.A. Rams, I'm kind of... I'm kind of just call it La Rams. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about this Rams passing opportunity. The Rams passing offense for the rest of the season here. Uh, they do have a great schedule, and uh, and especially this week, Carolina has not been great against the pass. Um, they are the they give up the most points to fantasy wide receivers. Yeah, I mean even against the Rams, I think it sh- he should be okay. I don't, I'm not starting. Uh, you know, I I'm definitely looking into Brian Quick, and I think Kenny Britt has really good value the rest of the season, but that's about it. I think Britt is a very good play this week. I've yeah. only said that one other time this year, and uh, that was the uh, was it a two touchdown game that one that one week yeah. that I played yeah. yeah yeah against Detroit. So yeah, he had one thirty six and two. <laughs> same. Uh, same scenario here. I think it's going to be a very nice week for Kenny Britt. Yeah. I mean, late, I mean, this season, I mean, after Carolina, he has the Jets, Miami, New Orleans. There's um, like a 90% chance I regret saying something nice about Kenny Britt. I know. I know. About the Rams in general. But if if they were going to do it, now's the time that they're going to ramp up and, and play like an NFL team. Um, and maybe Todd Gurley gets going a little bit too. Um, are you playing Todd Gurley? Oh, obviously. But uh, what are your expectations for Todd Gurley, I should say? Uh, Panthers have been pretty good in terms of uh, fantasy points allowed to to running backs. Um, I think I think they've allowed one of the fewest rushing yard totals on the season. Yeah, uh, second fewest rushing yards allowed on the season, five hundred nine. Um, so that's <laughs> that's not a good matchup, man. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're coming off the bye too, which helps. Uh, you know, an extra week of game plan and, and a little bit of rest that helps. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see if, if Todd Gurley can kind of break out here, quote unquote, break out. Really, really wish they would try to use him a little more in the passing game. Like he has the ability to do so. And, and this, this could be a matchup where maybe they try to do a little bit more of that, but I'm not loving Gurley this week. I'm no. really not. No, Gurley is, uh, right around the 22nd best running back for the year. And, uh, yeah, just hasn't been great. I mean, there's nothing really more to say. He has been a little more heavily involved in the passing attack as of late. Um, started off the season really slow, but he had six receptions last game, or his his last game against the Giants. So, not horrible. And we'll be back in 30 seconds because Dale needs to use the bathroom. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on then to uh, New Orleans and San Francisco. A really good offense versus a really bad defense. Okay, is that a, is that a correct? Uh, is that a and then correct on the other analysis? side of the ball, they bad offense against <laughs> a bad defense. <laughs> yeah. So three bad things and one good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Drew Brees should be his normal self. Um, I'm still loving Brandon Cooks. Uh, Michael Thomas is you know a great option. Um, I I mean I'm starting. I'm feeling really good about all New Orleans wide receivers here. Not so good about their running back situation. Um, I'm not sure if I'm trusting Mark. And the issue, the the issue with the running back situation is like the, 
the San Francisco 49ers allow the most fantasy points to running backs. They've already allowed, they've already allowed 1,125 rushing yards, 10 rushing touchdowns on the season to this point. Like, they're allowing 26.7 fantasy points per game in a standard scoring league to running backs. That's crazy. Like That's, like, almost all-time bad. Whoever gets the the majority of carries is going to be good this week. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it is really up in the air as to who that's going to be at the running back position. Maybe you, you know, maybe you feel confident enough with the rest of your team that you know you on a heavy bye week you roll them both out um i'm okay with playing either one both of them will be start worthy but one of them will probably end up with a really nice fantasy day so who are you picking probably tim hightower man as i say that with a grimace yeah yeah i don't know i mean it, it's gonna be just a lucky guess here um, I don't trust either one, and if it wasn't for all the buys, I would say stay away for this week. But uh, we don't have that luxury. Yeah. On San Francisco side, um, I don't even know who plays for the 49ers. I'm joking. I know Colin Kaepernick plays. For the Captain Kneel Down. Yeah. Um, any- and I, I, I just say that like that's that's his superhero nickname. <laughs> like I'm not. I got you. I understand. Be positive or negative in terms of his whole oh, stance I, I got on you. anything. So you're not you're not claiming the political. Uh, I got you. Okay. Um, I so, voted yesterday. Nice. Good for you. Um, hey, are we changing our name on Tuesday? To eat, sleep, go vote, yeah. or something like yeah, yeah. that. I think I'm, I think I'll change the logo and just put it on Twitter for the day. Um, you're gonna totally forget, and this is gonna be yes, pointless yeah. that we're talking about yeah, it. Exactly. Um, Carlos Hyde is out. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, what are we doing here? Nah, that that's a mess. That I might not. Know. That's even against New Orleans. You don't want to take a chance. I mean, New Orleans hasn't been terrible um, against the run. The, well, the only reason is because you, you know you, you got to keep up with them, right? Right. So. Okay, so really, don't start anybody on in, on the Forty ers this week. I think I think this is I, the only uh, team we're saying don't start anybody. I'm sorry. Is this the only team I, that we're saying that? I need to make a correction. New Orleans hasn't been terrible against the pass. They have been terrible against the run. Yeah, I was gonna I say got maybe. that backwards on. I got that backwards on my sheet. I was, um, I was thinking maybe the numbers showed something different, but watching them, they look horrible. <laughs> fantasy points allowed to running backs, they have allowed the second most. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas to wide receivers, they're right in the middle of the pack, which is a shame because you know usually whoever. Usually it's a pretty juicy matchup for the running back to go against New Orleans, but um, like I said, I'm I'm staying away from I think every single 49er this week, if I can help it. Okay, so that's fair. Okay, um, let's move on to the Colts in Green Bay. Um, Andrew Luck is looking pretty good now, finally, and uh, consistent enough to where you're starting them and you're feeling really good. Um, Moncrief is back. Is Hilton Hilton playing? Hilton is expected to play this week. Yes, yeah, that's good news. And uh, he will—he should be in your lineup. All right. Um, anything to note on the Colts side that we don't already know? This week, 
I'm not expecting him to play. And maybe that's why I thought that's why I said out. Um, but he's, he's officially questionable. So keep, just keep an eye out on him. Uh, if he plays, it's a great matchup, but, um, again, if he plays, I would play him. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's the one guy that I so, would feel comfortable playing. So I take, plays. so I take that not startable offense back. If Carlos Hyde plays, you're starting him. Otherwise stay away. So nothing, no Mike Davis, no Sean drone. Nah, I wouldn't No Uh, third guy whose name is escaping me. Okay. Um, so like we were saying, Indianapolis and Green Bay. Um, Moncrief, Hilton, looking good. Not a great matchup for Andrew Luck here. I Andrew Luck. Uh, Frank Gore. Um, anything of note in this game? Oh, I guess. Yeah, anything DeJuan to note? Harris. Holy crap, that name was on the yeah. tip of my tongue yeah, for yeah, like, yeah. Four, like 45 seconds. Yeah, I should know that. I just picked him up, too. <laughs> That took a really long time. None of those guys. Yeah. They'll probably all get carries now. Probably. It was a, it was a two-headed mess before, and now it's going to be a three-headed mess. Yeah. With Sean John getting the um, a lot of the... Uh, Sean John. Back. Sean John. <laughs> um, get the fuck out of here, Dale. So can we finally... Can we start talking about Indianapolis and Green Bay? Uh, sure, I'm, man. I'm, I'm trying, sorry. I'm trying to talk about... I wasted way too much time on the 49ers. Yes, we did. Um, trying to talk about Indianapolis Colts offense here. Um, pretty cut and dry. Who you're starting? Uh, you're starting Luck. You're starting Gore. You're starting, you're starting Gore. Ty. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. I, I don't have high hopes for him. I have him on the bottom of the pack. He's. Uh, but who are you starting? Yeah, I know. Over? I know. I know, like, I know. We keep talking about the buy things. To... I don't want to keep saying it. But yes, I agree. I agree. He's just not going to be great. Don't expect. Expect uh, forty yards. Is my call. And a touchdown. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Green Bay. Let's talk about Ty Montgomery. I mean, there's... there's Can we talk about Ty Montgomery? There's scenarios in which you could have guys that you would start over Gore. Right. But he's a top 24 guy on a heavy bye week. There you go. Okay. He's a top 20 guy on a heavy bye week. I don't think, I don't think five points is enough to be top 20 guy. You want to make any of that here? <sighs> that he'll be a top 24 running back? Top 20. Man, I've come so far on the other way of Frank Gore. <laughs> you have. <laughs> Michael will be proud of you. Um, Top 20. I, Dale second. DeMont, says... Let me just Frank check Gore my rankings real quick, man. Top 20. Okay, this is great. This is a great podcast. I have them at 18. It's like... Okay, so put your money where your mouth is. Do it. Come on. I never right. make e-bets. It's an e-bet. There we go. Yes. Frank Gore. God damn it. Now I have to watch Frank Gore run the ball. <laughs> you're going to eat lightning and you're going to drop thunder. E-bets. Now you got to root for Frank Gore this week, which is odd. Uh, number one <laughs> fucking rush defense. Um, so uh, Todd Montgomery is like really interesting now. Um, I'm like trending more and more. Up. Ty Montgomery's super interesting. Like he does really cool things on the weekend. He's like a mountain climber. <laughs> he likes to race cars internationally. Is this all true? No, I'm making that up. You said he was super interesting no, no, okay. as if he himself is interesting. He is he's the most interesting man in the world. And he's kind of a running back, kind of a wide receiver. Uh, 
John Starks. James? James Starks. John Starks. Holy shit. Yeah, the, where he is not a, the old point guard of the New York Knicks. Um, James Starks is uh, out. I know that for a fact because I just read it. Um, so, yeah, he he's definitely valuable still. Um, just as valuable as he was the game versus the Bears. Your thoughts? Who the fuck is John Starks? You don't know who John Starks is? You must not be an old school uh, NBA lover. The dude is fifty-one years old. Yeah, and that's when you know them, him, and the Heat, and John Starks against the Bulls. That's all the early nineties. You have to remember early nineties. I was, I was four years old when this guy was playing in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, um, too. Yeah. No problem. According to Wikipedia, his spouse is Jackie Starks. They were married in 1986. And uh, he has one parent, Irene Starks. So, there you go. Uh, so, back to football. Um, yeah. You don't want to tell us more about John Starks? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> That's all I can give you, man. How much do you want? I mean, he, he and attended Oklahoma State University, <laughs> Rogers State University, Northern Oklahoma College and Central High School. Jesus Christ. Hello, you went to a lot of college. Three colleges. That's a lot. Um, that was three, coincidentally, also his number for the Knicks. Ooh, there you go. Maybe there's some uh, motivation there. Um, so everybody pretty much, there's not a lot to talk about in this game, obviously. Um, they're going to be who they are. Tom Montgomery is the guy that maybe changes things up this week as compared to previous weeks. Is that a fair assumption? Apparently, he played all the way through till 2002. We're still talking about John Starks. Played for the Golden State Warriors, the Cedar Rapids Silver Bullets in the CBA, the Memphis Rockers, until finally joining the New York Knicks from 1990 to 1998. Then the Golden State Warriors again, the Chicago Bulls for a year, and then the Jazz for two years to round out his career. Okay, just getting the final paychecks there. He was done when he left the Knicks. A one-time NBA All-Star and a one-time six-man of the year. Yeah. He was a good basketball player. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're just moving on then because obviously you're not talking – you're not going to talk about Green Bay or Indianapolis. Um, John Starks averaged a career 12.5 points per game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying so hard to keep character. I couldn't. <laughs> I apologize, man. I just really like doing that shit to you. <laughs> uh, San Diego, Tennessee – um, no Green Bay. No, no, no. Um, no we, we. I pass that. We're not talking about. I Green still. Bay. We are not talking again, about Green Bay. I still. Christian. I really like Devonte Adams. Okay. I'm going to keep saying that. I know it's not nice to hear. I like Devonte Adams. He is the quintessential like post hype sleeper. Everybody was in on him last year. This is the year that he's actually going to be good and consistent all season. Oh, geez. Did you just hit like your? Uh, yeah, I smacked symbol? my microphone. <laughs> uh, I do this thing where I talk with my hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay. So my wife says my hands talk more than I do. Okay. Um. Tennessee, San Diego. Uh, we already talked a little bit about Inman. I. I think uh, he will bleed the San Diego Chargers this week in receptions. Um. Hunter Henry is out. Philip Rivers still very valuable. Uh, Melvin Gordon is just as valuable as ever. Uh, any contention there? 
Yeah, listen. Um, John Starks wasn't wasn't a point guard. He was <laughs> a shooting you, guard. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You talk about John Starks one more time when I'm hanging up on this podcast. His middle name is Lavelle. <laughs> That's it. We're done. We have two more games after this, Christian. You're really slowing down the train here. <laughs> I hate you. I'm excited to talk football, and now you just go on this John Starks train. Who brought up John Starks? It wasn't me. <laughs> it's because I have stupid marble mouth, and I don't know what I'm talking about. That's why. And you're just running with it. It's not fair. Dude, on the back of your jersey, did it say, like, marble mouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, man. I'm sorry. Can you ring up the question again? Um, yes, San Diego. Uh, Melvin Gordon still very, 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 very valuable here. Um, and Tyra Williams, if he plays, if not, Dontrell Inman will move way up my ranks for now. Dontrell Inman is a deeper flex play uh, for me and a little bit higher for you. Yeah. Uh, is Tyrell Williams really that good? Yes. Is he? Okay. No, he's not great, but he's that he's the best wide receiving option they have. He's just been so inconsistent. And that's that's just okay. what scares me, but whatever. Um I mean against Denver he had one reception. Well He also was hurt. Yeah, no, that's why I said well. <laughs> um Okay. So anyways. Um what about Marcus Mariota here? Mariota has been good for the last two weeks, and San Diego has no reason to slow that down. Mariota has been very good. He's been playing very well. Um, Um, Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, he's been uh, over 20 points every game the last four weeks. A couple of big ones with over 30 points. Uh, Mm -hmm. 10th best uh, quarterback in the league right now overall. So he had a couple of bad games early in the season, but he's picking it up, and they have a pretty good – schedule coming up san diego green bay indianapolis and chicago not too bad do you know where he ranks in quarterbacks over the last four weeks i bet you he's top four Hmm. i don't know i'll guess number three he's number two Ooh. over the last four weeks okay that's not bad yeah i mean the last four weeks like i said he had 36 33 20 and 23 and uh six point in six point leagues yes sir Still, that's really, really good. That's great. Only person that scored more over the last four weeks is uh, Thomas Brady. Yeah. That boy, Thomas. He, he's a football player, isn't he? Um, Denver, Oakland. Oh, God. I keep smacking my microphone. Denver and Oakland. Um, are you, like, at all not intrigued by the Denver offense as you once were? Uh, It's just... Trevor Simeon hasn't been great the last couple of weeks, and it's just he does enough to get, you know, okay production. But, I mean, how can you be in, in, in love with him? Um, the weapons, though, I mean, they're going to be okay. There's no reason to to not like Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, um, and Devontae Booker. It's those three guys, and they'll each be viable starts every week. But... Um, you can't have Simeon out here throwing for no touchdowns yeah. like he did last week. Yeah, I mean, he's throwing three touchdowns in the last five games. And it's not like he's playing stout defenses either. And we're talking about, you know, Tampa Bay, San Diego, 
Are there police driving by your home? Do you hear that? Yeah, I live in a shady neighborhood. I don't know if you said shady or shitty, but for the purposes <laughs> of the context, it works yeah, either, either way. way. Uh, yeah, I kind of live close to a hospital. Um, but I kind of like it because it makes me think I'm like in a big city. Like I'd close my eyes and imagine like I'm, you know, living in a fancy apartment in Manhattan. That's what I do. Okay, it's gone now. Instead, you're... Okay. Our audio has been so great lately, hasn't it? I think our listeners if should be proud of us. Yes. Um, no fire alarms in the background. Yeah. No dogs, really. No fire. A little, a little whining fun. here and there, but I think our audio has been great. Um, so if you're going to write us a review, make sure you say top-notch audio. Yeah. has a lot to do with the fact that uh, we were helped in finding very good equipment for, for our scenarios, but um, we still haven't... Uh, sound treated our rooms to the point where there's no outside noise but uh right the studios are are up and running at a almost professional level almost almost even though the podcasters are not <laughs> um i kind of feel like uh Derek Carr it might be like on an upswing Do you, i hope his last game 500 yards and four touchdowns um is kind of boost him to being a little more consistent. Um, I mean, he gives us 30 points a couple games, and he knocks it down to 200 yards and a touchdown, and 200 yards and a touchdown, and then he gives us 504. Um, I'm really, really liking Derek Carr for the rest of the year. I'd like him against Denver, actually. How about you? Hmm. You like him against Denver, actually. How much do you like him against Denver? I'm not going to be get super bold here. I know Denver is going to hold their own, but um, I'm not sleeping on Derek Carr. Maybe it's just what have you done for me lately scenario. And uh, How much do you like Derek Carr this week? <laughs> uh, Derek Carr is a top... Hmm. G- give me a second, just a second to think about it. Derek Carr is a top... I'll give you a bet that you'll take. Derek Carr is a top 12. Okay. I'll give you a bet that you're going to take. I like Russell Wilson more than Derek Carr this week. That You know, that's a pretty good bet, actually. I'll I'll take the shit out of that. I, I think that's good. I think that's a good bet. So, I am saying Derek Carr for week nine. Christian is saying Russell Wilson for week nine. Let's make that an I'm going to go down burning with Russell Wilson. Yeah, I know. God fucking damn yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> this is not good. You're going to eat lightning and you're going to crap thunder. Eat that. Um, nom, 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 oh, nom, 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 nom. All right. All right. That's an eat bet. Eat bet. That's a stupid eat bet. Yeah, it was pretty stupid on my part, too. I don't know. I regret it. I already do, too. <laughs> um,. I'm already about to move Derek Carr over Russell Wilson in my rankings. <laughs> you know, I did that last week when we talked about Tyrod Taylor. I was really excited talking about him. And afterwards, I was like, I just talked myself into him more than I should have. Um, but, hey, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, when, I guess let's first talk about Latavius Murray. That's the elephant in the room, right? Okay. What about him? Um. 
do you like him? Do you not like him? Or do you trust him? Is he the guy that you thought he was going to be? He is what I thought he was going to be a couple weeks ago when I told you he was going to be better than Ryan Matthews. Remember that? Remember when you guys said I was crazy? Yeah, I did. I did say that. And that's what I'm, I'm really hoping that Latavius Murray gets injured or something and uh, he stops playing. Can't say stuff like that. I like him about as much I as I like that. Frank Gore this week. Like, you say stuff. Wait, be, hold on, hold on, hold on. You say stuff way worse than that. <laughs> and I say, I hope somebody gets injured. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> we're fantasy football players. We're allowed to say stuff like that. I, I, we understand that it's not real life. But it is for them. Look, I can hope all I want. That's not going to do anything. That's all I'm saying. Like, people can be really mean. It doesn't mean anything. I don't want to put out that juju. <laughs> don't put that juju on me. Don't you put that evil on me, Rick. Oh, Dale, you got to put that drop. Give me, give me, give me, the, uh, give me the Ricky Bobby okay, drop. That don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on us. All right. Um, so, yeah, Latavius, Latavius Murray. Um, tell me what you think about him. He is. Uh, I like him just about as much as I like Frank Gore, man. Like he's okay. a that's a perfect lower comparison. End I applaud you for that one. That starting a, guy, yeah. Against a tough defense, mm-hmm. um, you're kind of hoping for a score, and you'll get enough yards where if he doesn't score, it's eh. But um, he's he's just much better than the other guys in that backfield. I think he is. He is. I think. Uh, I think with Derek Carr and especially with Amari Cooper and and Michael Crabtree, this offense is is going to be probably the one of the most pass heavy offenses in, in in the league coming up. Um, so that's a own, that's that's the main reason I don't like Latavius Murray as, as much as I did. I loved him preseason. Um, they have a great offensive line, but it seems like the offensive line is is boosting the the run game uh, the pass game. I will say I'm probably a lot less scared of Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree as other people. I know the strength of the Denver defense. They have some great corners, but I think these receivers are great receivers that can kind of find their way to production. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree. Um, Okay, uh, we're kind of getting through these quick, but if you're listening to this, you pretty much know what to expect. We're just kind of going over the stuff that maybe you don't. Um, the final last game, the Monday night game, is Buffalo at Seattle. And let me just say really quick, uh, something just contradicting something we said earlier in uh, in the podcast um, just came out a minute ago, so you can't blame us too much. I understand you're listening to this after we record. But Bills coach Rex Ryan said that he's confident that running back LaShawn McCoy and newly unretired free, uh, newly unretired wide receiver Percy Harvin will play Monday night. Okay. So there you go. Um, well, that's just, I mean, the report was from themselves. Of course. That, yeah, yeah. That, no, no, I know. I'm just saying it's, there's an update from earlier in the podcast. I'm just letting everybody know that. Update. That's what I said. Update. I don't know. I'm trying to get a. Um, so, anyways, uh, you know, I'm not definitely not starting Percy Harvin. I think you'd be crazy to. Um, don't be surprised if he catches, you know, a couple screen passes or something and uses his speed. 
if he hasn't lost his speed and he's still as strong as he was, he has a really good shot at being really productive in this offense. I'm really excited about it. I keep saying really, and again, I'm doing the thing I said I would try not to do. Um, I still, I, I think it's, I think it's really great that you're trying though. I'm, I'm really, I'm trying as hard as I can. <laughs> I'm really, really trying. Um, actually, who do you have in this game? Total, uh, end of game. Who's winning, Buffalo or Seattle? Seattle. Are you? Yes. Jeez, it's not like so clear cut. I think it's very clear cut. Really? Yes. Have you been watching Buffalo this year? Yes. Okay. And you know that they, they've been pretty good. You saw them just lose the Dolphins, right? <laughs> it's a bad game, man. You know they have no wide receivers right now, right? I understand. Well, now they have Harvin. Percy Harvin literally <laughs> unretired to help them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was sitting on his couch like a week ago, and now he's going to be playing for the Bills. It was It was about how long ago? About a week ago. Thank you, Dale. Anyways, where does uh, where does Vegas have the line for the uh, the Bills at Seahawks? Because I I would expect Seahawks to be favored by four plus points. Uh, I'll tell you right now, actually. Let's see. Um, what do you think? Well, I'm looking this up. Um. McCoy plays. Are you playing him? Did we already talk about this on air? I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, um, I I am not a fan of playing him. Seahawks by seven points is the spread. Yep. Seahawks minus seven. Yep. I, I do not think this is as close as you think it is. Okay. I'll, I'll, uh, hmm. I, uh, I would take Buffalo. I, 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 take, I don't want to make a bet on that. Okay, okay you don't have to. I'm just saying. Because it's not fantasy related. It's not. You're right. It kind of is because it's how But that's an e bet. <laughs> you want to do that? Yes, that's an e bet. Okay. It's bold for me, I know. I'm I'm confident in the Bills. Just as the Bills are confident in McCoy. Um I'm probably not playing McCoy. No. No, I'm not either. Uh are you dropping Gillisley? You are, right? Probably not. Even if McCoy gets a setback this week, say he gets injured in the first quarter, yeah, you're right. He has a bye, and then he's playing again. So, I'm dropping. Yeah, I'm dropping right. Gillisley. Pro- probably, yeah. And especially Fair that enough. he has a late game. It's not worth it. You got to play your backup anyways, unless you have McCoy and Gillisley. In that case, kudos to you. But if not, mm. where the hell do I have McCoy ranked? It's pretty far down this list. Yeah, he's he's outside my top thirty. Yeah, if, if he plays, I'm moving him up. Hmm. Um, what about what about uh Colt McCoy? You won't know that ahead of time, Dale. By the way, what? He's playing Monday night. You won't know yes. ahead of time. I understand. So, right now. Is he? Are you playing him? Are you playing Lashawn McCoy right now? Because people are going to need to know that. Correct. No. I say no. no. Okay. No. So then, why the hell are you moving him up for? I'm sorry. Because I think he's going to be better than thirty. He look. He's playing. Oh man. Okay. okay. Now, now I'm kind of like stuck in the middle, right? Uh, I'd rather play Frank Gore this week. Yes, I think I'd be more confident. You're not getting me. You're not gonna. Not gonna get me. We've to made a lot of bets already. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Kenneth. 
Uh, it just depends on how argumentative we are that day. <laughs> today, uh, today, you know, it's a Saturday afternoon. So how are we how are we doing the actual e bets this week? Like, the, we'll settle the scores of this week's podcast, and we'll do an actual e bet next week. Maybe do it on the live show. Oh, that'd be good. If we can, if we can get that all all uh, up on our site by then, that'd be awesome. All right, we'll keep track of that. Okay, okay. Um, keep that pending. So yeah, uh, Russell Wilson is not very good. Do you see him bouncing back at all this week to to have a productive game? Are you expecting fifteen? You expecting him a touchdown and two hundred fifty yards? Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's Russell Wilson right now. Yeah. Um, I'm not trusting him to be elite until he shows me that he is. That's fair. Okay. Um, it's very fair. I don't know. I think once he's healthy again, he is. I think that uh, Tyler Lockett. I, if Russell Wilson were to trot out on the field and he doesn't have a knee brace on, which is not going to happen for like another four weeks, I, he moves into like my top five quarterbacks again. Yeah. The, it's. I know it sounds ridiculous, but that is the reason for this. I, I know the it's a much maligned offensive line, but... It's made a lot worse when you have three injuries going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not to mention that. I mean, in the middle, of the, in the very pre-draft, right? If I would have told you, is Russell Wilson a top quarterback if Tyler Lockett doesn't score a touchdown by week eight? What would you say? And he would need Tyler Lockett to at least score a couple touchdowns, right? To be as good as we thought he would be. Or, I guess. I mean, am I, am I reaching on this argument? I'm just saying Tyler Lockett doesn't I, I have a touchdown, and that that hurts reaching a little bit because okay. Tyler Lockett is just one of the pieces of the offense. Of I mean, you yeah. you still have uh, you still got Baldwin, you still got Graham, uh, even Curse, precise out of the backfield. There's plenty of weapons. I think okay. that Tyler Lockett can be phased out, and still it'll be okay enough. Right. I don't think Lockett is a key cog in the offense. Surprisingly, Tyler Lockett is 36% owned in ESPN leagues. That's that's a surprising number. That's more than I thought it would be. I mean, he's averaging like 15, 20 yards a game. Yeah. But anyways, okay. Uh, Deeper leagues, you know, stuff like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's stupid. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. Um, All right. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, One second. Oh, you got something. I got something important here. Oh, man. I just lost it. Where it's is it? It's not that important then, is it? Hmm, man. Well, while you're looking for that, I'm going to remind everybody, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, our live 60th anniversary. Oh, I found it here. Bonanza. Found it. I found it. I'm sorry. One second, Dale, before you say that. John Starks had a career 2,129 <laughs> rebounds. Okay. I wonder where he ranks among guards. Cause Not he was very pretty, high. I mean, he, two and a half. He was pretty two physical. Two and a half per game. He was, he was pretty physical for, for small, as small as he was. And he was on the Knicks team with Charles Oakley and Patrick Ewing. That team was really physical, especially against the Heat. Um. And Alonzo Mourning. Uh, the autobiography, John Starks, uh, My Life, 
was published in 2004. We have to name this episode something about John Starks, right? Yes. <laughs> um, okay, again, guys, if you need to uh, get in touch with us, go to our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. Uh, best way to reach us is on Twitter, uh, at eatsleepff. You'll most likely get a hold of either Christian or I uh, for any lineup questions, or if you just want to chat, if you want to tell us how awesome we are, how, how much we suck, please do so. Um, I, have we blocked anybody on Twitter? I don't think we have. There's been a couple um, trolls and haters, but I don't think we've blocked that, anybody. That one troll guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really all early oh, the, on. The guy that told me that Mike Evans was not worth a top 10 wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. That guy? Yeah, yeah. So we blocked one guy, so we won't block you. You can still talk shit to us. Um, and again, 60th anniversary Bonanza is Wednesday, 9.30 Eastern. Um, we're going to be taking live calls, doing all kinds of stuff. Hopefully, well, not hopefully, but we are. We have, I think we have like 10 more shirts to give away. Um, so we'll do that. It can't be that many. We need to order more shirts, by the way. Yeah, we do. We've already promised a lot oh, we, of shirts. Oh, we also have uh, Fantasy Loser Tattoos. Um, damn it, I don't know his handle off the top of my head, but I will definitely plug Ooh, him. I, I got a good handle. Uh, if you want to follow John Starks, it's at Starks the Dunk. That's at Starks the Dunk. Um, tell him EFS. And, tell him ESF sent you. Well, you don't know our name. <laughs> just, just tweet. Tweet at Starks the Dunk and say, uh, uh, Eatsley Fantasy sent, sent us. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Maybe we can get John Starks on our show and talk about uh, James For Starks. What? <laughs> Give him, let, I wonder if he has opinions on James Starks. Um. Okay, cool. Uh, anything else we need to plug right now? I don't think so. Uh, thank you to Blog Talk Radio for hosting us. And uh, I think you're really going to see what we can do uh, on our Wednesday show with all the new features and everything we can do. So it's just not going to be pre-recorded shit uh, from yesterday. It'll be live and updated and fun. So listen up. All right. So uh, that's going to wrap it up. EatSleepFantasy.com and at EatSleepFF on Twitter. Dale, send us off. For Christian Brito, I am Dale. Thank you for listening. Bye. And we like to play till the sun go down. Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down. And we take that down. And we take that down. I feel I'm stowling. Cherry red, chariot of stallions. We don't deal with money. Only blood gets the crowd in.